Yo, yo, so kicking off this podcast episode, I'm gonna let B introduce y'all and let him introduce the topic of discussion for today. So let's go. So this is Be The One podcast episode 14. Excited to be back for another edition as, as always. A lot of things been changing in the, in the meantime of us getting together. So let's kick it off with some updates on what's going on in life more corn. Oh, uh, man, just really going to the next level in my company, as always. That's always mm-hmm. going to be a topic of discussion. Um, becoming more of a minister in my community, getting closer to my church. You know, my focus is relationships this year, mm-hmm. really mainly because, you know, the networking system we've been talking about over the past, I would say, we always talk about networking right. and relationships because we realize that's what's going to get us to where we need to go, the people we need to meet. And one thing I noticed this week... um, what I notice people do with me and you, if it's me, they like, man, who is your partner? Can I meet him? Right. And then for you, it's like, man, who is your partner, Marquand? Can right. I meet him? Yeah. You know, so I'm realizing like how we character yeah. ourselves, care how we carry ourselves in character and everything. It speaks volume because when you see other successful people who have also profit ventures, mm-hmm. who say like, dang, they want to meet you, it's like very humbling. Number yeah. one, and then. um, it just show you like you doing what you're supposed to do, obviously. And so for updates, that's the biggest thing on me. I'm just really trying to hit that next stride within my company because, like we said, we know it's steady, but then we know it's like there's a wall we supposed to break down to get to that ten thousand dollar a month accomplishment. So that's what that's how it's going for me. How about you? It's going good, and I think same thing with you. It's uh constantly working on building my network, trying to. Meet other people outside my environment. Mm-hmm. Kind of like for me to take that, take that next step, like you're saying, to break down that wall to reach 10K a month, to yeah. reach 1K a month, 50K a month. You no, know, Aristotle, you know, 100K a month. It's going to come with different network, different environment. Like I was talking to Kareel Christian, touch to my boy TC. Mm-hmm. We were talking about no matter how much money you make, it's only it's only so much that you that you can do through your own income through your own capital mm-hmm. it will become a time where you have to leverage your relationships to get things done mm-hmm. so that's something i realized and i want to you know tap more into because i know there's gonna be big projects big events that i want to do mm-hmm. and i don't want to be putting up putting up my own money up all the time where Absolutely. i'd rather uh, have networks and people in places and in, in position where i can rely on a relationship to get things done versus my own capital because mm-hmm. uh capital is, is finite but relationships can be infinite you know what i'm saying so Man. Uh, I think that's, that's very important. Yeah, so with me, like, that's very key, what you're saying, because I'm realizing just me moving in this new loft, like, relationships are important mm-hmm. because I'm used to being a leader who always giving, giving, giving. But in this time, it's like certain materialistic things or just things you need to get together when you got a new household. It's like, okay, this is where those relationships kick in. Will these people really want to help you? Because I'm not that person that likes to ask for anything. But lately, I'm just like, man, God, like, you'll make it a lot easier on yourself if you ask, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. So that's where those relationships kick in. It's not like I count favors or blessings or anything. But it's like, man, okay, I've been his leader for so long. Now it's time for me to sit back seat for once. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's been really beneficial in um, this phase of my life. And because, you know, the Bible says we should be the lender, not the borrower mm-hmm. as people of God. So that's one thing I've been working on, getting out of debt and everything. And like we've been talking about finances a lot lately, as yeah. I told you, the um, average homeowner um, net worth is $200,000. Is that what we're yeah, referring age to? Yeah, 20, I think around 25 to 30, mm-hmm. around 30 mm-hmm. age. Yes. What you saying? 
yeah so i just like i just really can't wait until i get out of this renting phase and i have to rent like i would have bought a house before but they told me like you're self-employed so you need those two years under your belt of renting before you can actually go buy a house so but what made me research that was just like man because i'm just sitting here like man i hate that i'm renting even though it's a nice place but i hate the fact that i can't paint the outlining of those walls like black you know what i'm saying because I got my vision of how I want something to look. I can't even put nails in the wall like I want to because mm. it's not mine, you know? Um, so that's one thing I've been working on, the cap of knowing that as an entrepreneur, there's no cap on your earnings, Yeah. right? I can have 12 incomes if I want it. Yeah. Um, so that's what I've been trying to figure out, um, earning more incomes over a longevity period of time. And my mindset has been a lot more long-term because- I got some big things in the works this year. Like, I got another big move I ain't tell you about that's okay. about to happen. It's bigger than Quality Dairy. Dang. Just say that. That's going to speak volume for itself. I think it's bigger than Quality Dairy. I don't know if other people are going to think that. And um, But the key point we wanted to talk about today is working hard in the midst of success, mm-hmm. right? So a lot of people could get satisfied when they get something. And I understand that because what have we? I've been talking about the past two years. Like, man, I want to move downtown. I want to move downtown. I want to get a loft down there. I got it. The first two weeks, no, I'll say the first week of me having this life, I was slacking. You know, I was trying to settle in. I'm like, God, why can't I settle in? Mm-hmm. Too much anxiousness, too much excitement. So you'll start over-celebrating your accomplishments and not actually looking forward. Within that week, you could possibly go to another new level. Right. Instead of you dwelling on what you accomplished, you know, figure out what's next. You know, you know, be grateful for the position you're in, but... You got to figure out what's next because it's a lot more waiting for you. God, like, man, you settling for that low-hanging fruit, but I got this other fruit over here dangling at you if you just keep moving. So that's been my mindset lately, man, just not getting satisfied because I finally got something I've been wanting because I'm like, now I'm here. Now what's next? That's Mm -hmm. the mindset, you know? Yeah, and and I think that's the the beauty in the journey, knowing that it's a lifelong journey. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter what pinnacle of success that we reach, we, we will always have that what next, what's next approach, and uh, keep keeping that. And, and that's a good phrase, to live by. Like, what's next? Mm-hmm. Even even if it's like a a, a failure, mm-hmm. right? Somebody you make make a call or your business doesn't don't go through. What's next? Mm-hmm. Or if it go through, you make you know ten thousand dollars that month, or you make twenty dollars twenty thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. What's next? Mm-hmm. So I think that that's a, that's a good model, yeah, good model to live by is mm-hmm. what, what what's next, and I kind of see like success sometimes can be a test because mm-hmm. like if, if 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 you settle, it's like kind of showing God, okay, I, I wasn't meant for bit bigger things, or maybe mm-hmm. God tested me with success to see if I can mm-hmm. handle it right, because it's taking the Bible, you know, that those that who can, can be trusted with few can be trusted with many, mm-hmm. um, so Ooh. it's like. You know, and it and it, it can always go. It can always level. Level six can always go up. Go up. So, mm-hmm. no, no, no matter what level you're on, it, it will always be that 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 thing where what's next. And even with sharks, I know I'm not not too deep into knowledge of sharks and how they operate, but I do know that if a shark stands still, it will die. Like mm-hmm. it, 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 a shark has to move. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think I think that's the same way with life, where either we're progressing or getting worse. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that in itself of it being a natural law where you're you're always moving, the Earth always moving, the Moon's always moving, the Sun mm-hmm. always like 
Earth is constantly um, in motion because Earth is, is live, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and it's not dead. If it's dead, yeah. it stops. I like that because um, that's what I realized I've been humble with situations lately, of course. And my mind says, like, bro, life keep moving. Like, you can be sad or you can be hurt, whatever. But you got to understand it's going to keep going. Nobody going to stop their time for right. you either. So you got to go, bro. You got to pick up and you got to keep going. Like, I know you're going to hurt, but... The, re- the way you heal is by work, too. You don't sit there. So um, this health book I read all the time at nighttime, probably the last 15, 10 minutes before I go to sleep, I read it. And the most important thing I learned in it is about people who don't work out. Like, not working out um, allows you to be more... The people who work out are uh, probably 90% of the time more successful. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The people who work out have better attitudes most of the time. Yeah. They have better health issues, you know? And they're able to have a more clear mind. Mm. So the people who don't work out, those are the people who create diseases. The people who, they're stagnant. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So if your body is sitting there, you're becoming dust. So if a, if a shoe is sitting in a garage for months and months, it collects dust. But if it's sitting there for five minutes, it don't collect yeah. any dust, right? Mm. So that's the same way you got to look at your life. If I'm sitting here complaining about what I've been going through or um, why, why me, why me, why me, why me, that's, that's showing like, your faith in yourself, number one, and then whoever you believe in as a higher power, it's not working. Right. So you got to change something. So like you just saw me uh, on a meeting with my accountability group. He said, um, <laughs> don't change what you want to change. Change what you need to change about you and about your circumstances. And a lot of people don't like to face that. Even the leaders. Like we said, mm-hmm. leaders need coaches too. And you got to hold yourself accountable in order for you to get to that next place that you didn't expect yourself to get to. Dang, so, that's deep, man. I mm-hmm. think... Uh, there's a word that starts with C sums up what you're saying. It's about mm. being comfortable. Mm. So, so my, my practical tip for this episode is practice being comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So, and the best way to do that is start, start your day off with, with doing the hardest thing, the most beneficial thing that you can do during that day. Mm. So, for me and you know, for individuals that's in sales is uh, getting on the phone, mm. you know, make, uh, making phone calls early in the morning. Um, I think that's for me personally. That's how I start my day off, getting comfortable, being uncomfortable, and over time, become a habit. And become mm-hmm. a habit. If that come, if you're, you're dangerous, if, yeah, it's, it's, it's when they come next level. You become so. a beast, like <laughs> seriously. So, like you know how you always ask me, like, dang, what time do you go train wrestling, mm-hmm. jujitsu, mixed martial arts? I go seven a.m. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest thing of the day. So when I get that out the way, I'm like, yeah. what, what's next, bro? I just got punched yeah. in the face. I was just slamming people. Somebody was just trying to choke me to death. So what's next? Now what? I'm supposed to be sad about me having to take a photo shoot or go have a conversation with somebody. It's like, man, I just did the hardest thing of the day where I could potentially die. Literally, if somebody choked me too long or I choked somebody else too long, I could take a life. Somebody could take my life. So that's the hardest thing of the day. You know, so everything else, it's not a cakewalk. But it's like, man, look what you just went through for three hours straight. And you telling me you can't write an essay for yourself. You can't write your own goals down. You can't write 10 goals down for the month. You can't create your own budget. Don't tell me you can't do that. And look what you just did for three hours straight. So that's my mindset, how I approach everything. It's always going to be dog eat dog. Mm -hmm. Because I'm facing another human being. We could talk about like, okay, basketball, football, uh, soccer, the um, let's say lacrosse. Mm -hmm. That's all a team sport. But when you're doing mixed martial arts, it's you and another human being. And it's seeing who's better than the next person. Who got the stronger mindset? 
even though this person may be 50 pounds bigger than you, can you choke them out still? Because that's what happens. Like I choke out heavyweights. I have some some people who are heavy, they win. Some people who are heavy, I handle them easy, you know, because of speed, endurance, my mindset. So tables can turn, but it's just up to you to see if you're going to keep attacking that table that's turning against you. Yeah, for sure. And mm -hmm. uh, God willing, uh, that's, something I, that's something I do plan on doing is doing some martial arts. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's from a mindset standpoint. Um, mm -hmm. I, I've been hearing that the, the value in that, you know, just – the, the confidence you gonna have going to business meetings, the confidence you gonna have walking around, be on a whole nother level. Yeah, just doing martial arts. So, mm -hmm. and it's not even from a point of like you think you hard. Right. That's what a lot of people think. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people that I speak to, bro, they say, "Man, I can't do mixed martial arts because somebody punched me. This is what's gonna happen. I'm gonna get angry. I'm like, whoop. Then you are gonna end up on the wrong side. You get angry, somebody punch you. It's teaching you how to handle because jujitsu is just like life. You get in a position. Where you get choked out and you know like, dang, I shouldn't have wrestled him this way and I wouldn't have ended up in this leg lock or this chokehold or this arm bar. So it teaches you just like life. You know you're not supposed to be dealing with a certain person or you know you're not supposed to be using your gift this way. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's just the same thing. That's why it's so humbling because when you get punched, it's like, okay, I should have, my head should have went this way and not that way. My head should have went down this way instead of forward. You know, my chin is too high and not low. You know, my feet is messed up. So where is your feet going in your life? Which feet, what I mean, which way are your feet allowing you to go? It's your brain, you know? And then when you get punched, just like life, when you get hit, a hard situation come, your nose hurt, your head hurt, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you bleeding or something. Right. So people say like, man, I've been through blood, sweat, and tears to get here. Like, have you really though? Yeah. Have you really? I know you had agony being an entrepreneur or working at nine to five, but that may be for different reasons, mm -hmm. you know, because you stressing about, Will this work? But it makes martial arts. You have to deal with whatever comes to you because somebody always going to be tougher than you, right. you know, and that's just like how life is. And like I said, it builds confidence because you realize you just face the hardest thing of the day. Yeah. If you got punched in your head by a heavyweight, you're going to leave out of there like, okay, what's next? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> you know? Different beast right there, man. So, yeah, definitely. I, I advise everybody to put their kids, whatever, mm -hmm. into it. And it's not bad because it teach people who are angry how to be kind. It's it teach people who are scared how to be confident, you know? And it tags along in every other career field. Dang. So mm -hmm. only, I mean, do, do you want to, you have a gym that people can go to? Because like, um, or that's, I would say, I would say Mercy Lago is more of a pro fighters yeah. gym. And so that's where most of the like UFC fighters in the local area are. So I wouldn't recommend that gym mm -hmm. to people unless you plan on being a fighter. And you got a wrestling background or you just got that straight dog in you because yeah. that's how the coach is like you're gonna go in there with a bunch of killers but if you just want to start out learning jujitsu and self-defense i would recommend uh magic bjj okay. which is in frandor if you're listening to this and you're in the local area of lansing michigan and then you have my homie alicia she's a woman i recommend a lot of women need uh jujitsu self-defense because it teaches you how to use people's strength against them so, like, for women, we know they get attacked by males and they easily are the least dominant force right. when that tra when that transaction happens. So, it teaches you how to um, neglect those people who are all at you all the time, you know? And then wrestling is just, like, you could be the aggressor and you can do what you want to do to people. You can control them. You uh, have the more... Um, you. I'll say wrestlers are the most unfearful people I've ever met. <laughs> I would say that, like, yeah. legitly, because I think that's the hardest sport there is. 
wrestling is crazy, dude. Like, because within mixed martial arts is different arts. You know, jujitsu, wrestling, kickboxing, Muay Thai. You got savat kickboxing. Um, it's so many different things. You got karate. But wrestling is the most dominant one. Like, if you look at the UFC champs, I know this is not what we talk about this episode, but the, most of the champs are wrestlers. They have the strongest mm-hmm. mindsets. Like, we talk about the Khabibs. Yeah. yeah, the Jordan St. Pierre, the John Joneses. They all have a wrestling background. Dang. So, yeah, that's tough. Yeah. That's tough, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, so mm-hmm. definitely want to encourage everyone out there to to get some practical training and some martial arts, mm-hmm. or, or or you can supplement supplement that with watching a a Bruce Lee film. Yeah, <laughs> get get some inspiration. Yeah. So, what would you recommend people yeah. to um, do to work hard in the midst of success? Like, what practical tips would you give people? Because you know, like we said, people could get satisfied. Mm-hmm. So, what practical tips would you give people when that anxiousness comes in? And it tells you, like, you need to celebrate for a whole week. Well, really, you should only celebrate for probably a day or two. Yeah, I think I think it's, it's two. The first one mm-hmm. is don't get comfortable. Because mm-hmm. no matter what level you're at, mm-hmm. we all have a level of comfort. Yeah. So mm-hmm. don't get comfortable. That will, that will forever push you to keep going. If you're comfortable, then again, that, that's when you start to lose it, right? So... Mm-hmm. I'll always progress because if you're not progressing, then you're you're digressing or mm-hmm. degressing. Um, and then two, expand your mindset on the amount of people on the amount of people that you can help. Mm. I, I, I remember an episode, previous episode, you talked about you know influence people to want to help people outside their own family. Ooh, so first hey. is your family, okay. Mm. Then reach success, help your family. Then next is success to help people in your community, okay. Yeah. Help them in your state. Help yeah. in, in, in in your country, mm-hmm. in the world. So it's like continue to um, uh, work to influence more and help more people. I think that's another way. I think that I think that's very important too because I'm reading it in the Bible. It, I don't know because I wasn't even reading it at the time, but I'm just like going about my day and I'm thinking about Jesus and I'm thinking about how he fed five thousand. I'm just like, yeah, five thousand, dude, like. <laughs> How many people go 60 years of being super successful and don't even feed 5,000 right. people? So let's be real. Even though it was bread physically alone, like, it's okay changing perspectives. Like, are you going to enter somebody's life, though, mm-hmm. and really feed them, like, nourish them and give them practical information? So the Bible says, like, Jesus wanted us to do greater things than he did. And it's, like, weird, bro. When people people reach, they would say they want to reach this high level, but... When they compare themselves to people, uh, historical people, they'll stop there. It's like, that's why I always think about what you said on previous episodes many times. Your leadership will be tainted mm-hmm. based on who you look up to. Yeah. That's very, very important. So for me, I know if I look up to somebody like God and study his characteristics, there's no limit. Yeah. So the thing with people always saying the sky is the limit, I never agree with that. I'm like, where do y'all get that from? Like, there is no limit. Like, if you you put a limit on yourself yeah, when you say sky yourself. is the limit, because... <laughs> yeah. Where where did that saying exactly come from? Like, how many people do you want to feed? Yeah, your family. That's 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 why we still got these cycles going mm-hmm. on because you only stick it to your family. But when you reach outside of that, it's like, woo! Now you hitting levels that that's that's almost I don't know. That's a different level. I can't really mm-hmm. even explain. <laughs> that's the God level that He wants you to get to. So yeah, and if you really want to feed your family, you mm-hmm. have to work to feed the community. Because mm-hmm. if, if you fail to feed the community, at least mm-hmm. you, at least you, you will feed your family. Ooh, so absolutely. I, yeah, so I, I always always aim higher. Um, make sure you guys check out this episode mm-hmm. on Spotify. Make sure you follow and uh, stay in tune as we grow with this vision. Mm-hmm. Um, Marquand said he had big things coming up. I got big things coming up. And together, I got big things coming up yeah. and, and other events like that. So, 
Yeah, I got a uh, man. I got some big collaborations for y'all this year. And then this summer, me and my boy Mikey got something coming up for y'all. So okay. stay tuned for that. And it's gonna be big for the community, the people of Lansing, and come together and do something fun. So be ready, man. Let's get it. So, we out. Be the one podcast. Let's go.